Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Samech, Daf 60 of Masech Psachim. Now, how many Daf are Masech Psachim? Something like 120, maybe 121. Uh, we could probably find that out pretty quickly. Let's see, 121. So 60 is like pretty much halfway, which is pretty cool. I don't know. I feel like it's been pretty quick so far. Am I the only one who feels that way? I don't know. I have like, I, I really like Psachim. Am I like the only one? I don't know. By the way, I was thinking last night, you know, it's been a while since we've heard, uh, Omud Bishusarabim Gavua Yud of Dalid. Anybody miss that? Anybody still have nightmares? Anyways, we're, um, Daf 60. We were talking about, uh, Korbanis, right? The Korban Pesach. Now, there are four different steps when it comes to Korbanis. There are four different key steps when it comes to korbanos. One is the, the slaughtering of it, the shrita. Then you have to receive the blood in some kind of a vessel. And then you walk over the vessel to the, to the, to the mizbeach. And then you throw the blood onto the mizbeach. Well, probably onto really the sides of the mizbeach. So, so those are the four steps, right? Shrita, Kabbalah Saddam, Holacha Saddam, and Zrika Saddam. Now we're going to discuss what if you had different intentions at different parts, at different stages. Um, that is really the um, sort of focus of our daf today. And then on Amud Bez, we're going to see that focus in the context of if you shech the Korban Pesach, not on Erev Pesach. Let, let, let's say today, for anybody who's listening to Babylon Talmud in the future, today is not Erev Pesach. Today is, oh, well... Somewhere in the middle of January. It's definitely not Pesach time. What would happen if you check the carbon Pesach today? How does that um, pan out in terms of what Kavana you should or should not have? If any, will that work? Okay. We're on Daf Nun Tesamut Beis. We're going to start at the Mishnah um, towards the bottom, probably about 10 lines from the bottom of Pesach. So if you have a carbon Pesach and you slaughtered the carbon Pesach, Shelo what does that mean? You slaughtered it. You figured, all right, shlamim, animal. I'm gonna shecht you, shlamim. Now, obviously, it's not a shlamim. It's a, it's a pesach. So, if you shecht the korban pesach, the shame shlamim, with the intention that it's not a korban pesach, rather that it's a shlamim. So then, or if he received the blood right after he slaughtered it, he had his receptacle right under the neck and he was receiving all the blood and then he walked it over to the Mizbeach, threw it onto the Mizbeach Shelo Lishmo right, not Lishem Pesach i.e. Lishem Shlomim O Lishmo V'Shelo Lishmo Shelo Lishmo V'Lishmo and this is basically really going to be the focus of today's daf. Trying to understand what are we talking about here? What's this lishmo v'shelo lishmo? What's shelo lishmo v'lishmo? I mean, the definitions remain the same as the commission is about to say. Lishmo means the shame pesach. Shelo lishmo means the shame shlomim. But but is this talking about one avoda? And in that doing that one activity, he had multiple intentions, or maybe it's talking about different avodas. So like maybe he did the shrita lishem pesach, but the Kabbalah Saddam Lashem Shlomim, that, that, that's really going to be the focus of today's daf, trying to understand this. But what the Mishnah says is that Lishmo v'shalo Lishmo, or Shalo Lishmo v'lishmo, Apostle, that if he does 
correct intention and not correct intention or not intent not intent correction what or not correct intention followed by correct intention so it's going to be possible case of the shmo v'shalo the shmo what does it mean the shmo v'shalo the shmo the shem pesach with the shem shlomim v'shalo the shmo with the shmo shem shlomim with the shem pesach okay fine right we were just saying that matching shalo the shmo to shlomim the shmo pesach Says the Gemara, by Rav Papa, Rav Papa Asakasha, by Voida Achas Tnan, Obishte Avoidis Tnan. That is the Gemara's question, and that is what we're going to be focused on really until the top of Samachum and Bez. That when the Mishnah says that Shalolishmo Vilishmo, and as we're going to see in a minute, that that is specifically Rav Papa's question, that when the Mishnah says Shalolishmo, uh, no, no, that's not true. When it says lishmo v'shelo lishmo, yeah, that's true. When the Mishnah says lishmo v'shelo lishmo, that he does something with this carbon pesach, l'shem pesach, and then l'shem shlamim. So are we saying two different avodas? So for example, he shechted the carbon pesach, l'shem pesach, which is good, but then he did the kabbalah sadam, l'shem shlam. Is that what we're saying? And we're saying that that's a no-no, that that doesn't work? Or, are we saying that it's talking about one avoda, that he shechted the Korban Pesach, for example, and when he was shechting the Korban Pesach, he was thinking two things. First, he was thinking lishmo. First, he was thinking, this is going to be my Korban Pesach. But then he was thinking, this is going to be a shlamim. So the Gemara, so Papa wants to know, what, 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 what's the context of the Mishnah when he says lishmo v'shalo lishmo? Is it talking about lishmo on avoda number one? And Shalalishman Avoda number two, or is he talking about it's all one Avoda and he has two intentions? So now explains the Gemara. Are we saying that the Shmova Shalalishma was talking about one Avoda? And therefore our Mishnah is Rabyosi, who says that we even go based on the end of a person's of what he says. Right, we we learned this the other day, actually, uh, referring back to a mission in Tmura. If he says that it's going to be Tmuras Ola, Tmuras Shlamim, whatever it is, um, but Rabbi Yossi says that we even go based on what a person says at the end. So therefore, in this case, he said two things. He said Lishmo and Shelo Lishmo. So he shechted the korban Pesach, and while he was shechting it, he had two intentions: Pesach Shlamim. Now, Rabbi Yossi says you even have to take into account what somebody says at the end, right? And therefore, in this case, we have to take in, into account his intention at the end, which is shlamim, and that's a problem, and that's why the Mishnah says pasul. The Reb Meir, because Reb Meir, who argues on Rabbi Yossi, would say that you follow what he says at the beginning, and since the initial intention in the Shrita was lishmo was Korban Pesach, which is good. So it would be kosher. Okay, so Rav is asking, if we say that Lishmo v'shalo Lishmo means one avoda, that you had two intentions during that one avoda, first one being Pesach, second one being Shlomim, and we're saying that it's possible, so then that must be like Rabbi who says that you even follow what a person says at the end, and in this case we're even going to follow his intention Take into account his intention at the end, which was shlamim, and that's a problem. Reb Meir, however, would not have a problem with this because he says that 
it goes based on what the person says at the beginning. So in this case, it would be based on your first intention, which was Pesach, and that would be fine. Oh, Dilma Bishteya Avodis Tnan, or maybe the Mishnah is talking about two separate Avodis. So you, let's say, Shechted the Korban Pesach, the Shem Pesach, which is good, but then you did the Kabbalah Saddam, the shame, shlamim, um, and that would be a problem. And now even according to Rav Meir, who says that you go based on what a person says at the beginning, right? But That would only be by one avoda. If you would do the shrita with two intentions, one Pesach, one um, shlamim, so Rav Meir would say that if it was all during the one avoda, you'd go based on the initial intention, which is Pesach, and it would be kosher. But Avol B'Shtei Avodis, if we're talking about two separate Avodis, right, you did the Shechita for a Pesach and the Kabbalah Saddam, let's say, for a Shlamim, well then Moda the Mifsil, so then Rabbi Meir would, would, would admit that that would not work because it's two separate Avodis. You did one complete avoda with an intention of a Shlamim, and therefore even Rabbi Meir would say it's not good. So, basically, if we say that Lishmo v'shalo lishmo is one avoda, so then it's specifically going to be Reb Yossi who says it's possible. Reb Meir would disagree and say it's okay, so our mission would have to be Reb Yossi. However, if we say that lishmo v'shalo lishmo is talking about two avodas, so then it could be both Reb Yossi and Reb Meir because they would both agree that since you did one complete avoda with an intention of shlamim, it would not work. So now the Gemara asks, Aheya, wait a second, what are we talking about? So up until now, I've been explaining that we're talking about lishmo v'shalo lishmo that the initial intention was Korban Pesach, and then he had this intention of Shlomim. However, maybe Rav Papa's question is not on that, maybe he's talking about Shalol Lishmo V'lishmo, right, if we say that we're talking about Shalol Lishmo V'lishmo, meaning not like I was explaining, if we're saying that it's talking about his initial intention, that right there, Rav Papa is asking about his initial intention when it was Shlomim followed by Pesach, well, if that's the case, that we're talking about his initial intention was improper, his initial intention was the shame shlamim. Well, then Rav Papa's question is mute, is moot. Right now, I don't think it's mute, it's moot, I think. Meaning, it's not a good question. Because if we're saying that his initial intention was shlamim, well, then. Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Meir, everybody would agree that whether he divides his intention among two separate avodas or whether it's only one avoda, even Rabbi Meir would say that if he, let's say, shechs the korban pesach with an initial intention of shlamim, followed by an intention of korban pesach, Rabbi Meir would also say that it doesn't work because the initial intention was shlamim, and that's a problem. And even Rabbi Yossi, who says, that even the end of his statement is taken into consideration, meaning the entire, his whole statement is taken into consideration, and therefore his whole intention over here would be taken into consideration, and since the initial intention was shlamim, that's going to be a problem. So, it wouldn't make sense to say that Rav Papa is asking about because then whether it's one avoda, whether it's two avodas, both Rav Yossi and Rav Meir would agree that it would be possible. 
af bigmar dvarv adminitbas islay, because Rabbi Yossi um, says even bigmar dvarv, but you also have to take into intention, take into account the beginning of his dvarv, the wholeness of his actions, and therefore it would not work, because the initial part was shalolishmo, we have to take that into consideration. Fine. Basically, if we say that Repub is asking about shalolishmo, vilishmo, then it isn't really a good question because whether it's two separate avodas, whether it's one avoda, both Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Meir would agree it would be possible. So, okay. So, rather, we've established that Papa's question is talking about shalol, no, it's talking about lishmo, vishalolishmo, what? My, what? Uh, meaning, what are we talking about? Are we talking about one avoda? Are we talking about two avodas? That is what we are now trying to answer. Tashma, come in here. Okay, so our Mishnah had said that if you slaughter the carbon Pesach, Shelo Lishmo, the Shem Shlomim, Vikiba Vahalach Vizarak Shelo Lishmo. And then he continued on the Shlomim train. He did Kabbalah Saddam, Holacha Saddam, Zurika Saddam, everything Shelo Lishmo. So, Echidami, what are we talking about? Inemu Kidekhtani. So, if we're going to say it's like I just explained it a second ago, which is Kidekhtani as it's taught in our Mishnah, basically, he did all four of the Avodos, Shalolishmo. He did all four of the Avodos of the Korban Pesach, intending that it's going to be a Shlom. That's a problem. But, Lamali Ade Mechashiv the Chulu, but why does the Mishnah have to teach us that if he did all four of the Avodos, the Shem Shlomim, it's a problem? Mikamaisev Sile. Once he already did the Shrita, the shame shlamim already at that point it's puzzle. You know, certainly if he then also does the Kabbalah Saddam, the Olacha Saddam, the Zwika Saddam, the shame shlamim. I mean, it's only making things worse. But, but, so why does the Mishnah have to say that if he does all four avodas, Shalol Lishmo, it's a problem. Even from, if, from the time that he does the first avodah, Shalol Lishmo, it's already a problem. So, so this is what the Mishnah is teaching. Okay, so if you shech the korban pesach shelo lishmo, i.e. l'shem shlamim, oh, or inami, or else, shechato lishmo, maybe you shechted it lishmo, l'shem pesach, v'kibo v'alach v'zarek shelo lishmo, but then the continuation, he did the rest of the three avodas, the Kabbalah Saddam, Malach Saddam, Zvika Saddam, shelo lishmo, inami, or else, shechato v'kibel v'alach lishmo, or he did all the first three avodas lishmo, Shrita, Kabbalah Saddam, Malach Saddam, Lishmo, Vizarek Shelo Lishmo. But the last, final step, the Zrika Saddam, he messed up and he did it, Lishem Shlom. Tavilishte Avodis. And therefore, we're talking about two Avodis, right? So the Rasha is clearly talking about two Avodis. Whether he, um, you know, did uh, Shrita Lishma and then the other Avodis, Shelo Lishma. Maybe he did the first three, Lishma, and the last one, Shalom, Lishma, whatever it is, his intention was divided upon multiple avodas, and therefore he had at least one complete avoda that was done, Shalom, Lishma, and that's going to be a problem. So that's Shte Avodas. And our Mishnah is saying that it's possible. So now, Ema Seifa, if we continue reading the Mishnah, what does it say? Lishma v'shalom, Lishma. That if he, uh, you know, does the Korban Pesach, Lishma, Lishem Pesach, so now what are we talking about? Hey, what's this talking about? 
If we say that Lishmo Vishalo Lishmo is talking about two separate avodas, well then what makes it any different than the Resha? It's the same exact thing as the Resha. The Resha had already said that if you do the Shrita Lishmo and let's say the Kabbalah Saddam Shalo Lishmo, so then it's possible. So then if we say that when it says Lishmo Vishalo Lishmo, it's talking about two avodas, what's the Chiddush? The Reisha already told us that to avoid this is going to be a problem. So rather, it must be that when we say Lishmo Vishalo Lishmo, it's talking about one avoda. And that's the Chiddush. So whereas the Reisha says that if you did, let's say, the Shrita, the Shem Pesach, and the Kabbalah, the Shem Shlomim, so that would be possible. The Seif is now telling us if you did only Shrita, but, well, meaning, if, when you did the Shrita, you had an initial Kavana of Lishma, and a, then followed by a Kavana of Shalol Lishma, all during the Shrita, we're saying that it is Pasol, Verbiosihi, and it's Taka, Verbiosi, Domer Afigmadvarv, Adam Nitpas, who says that we also take into account the conclusion of a person's words, and in this case, the conclusion of his intention, which is Shalol Lishma, and uh, therefore it's going to be a problem. So we want to argue right now that the Mishnah, when it says Lishmo Vishalo Lishmo, specifically is talking about Bavoda Achas in one Avoda, and it's like Rabbi Yossi, who says Afisov Big Madvar Vadim Nitpas, and not like Rabbi Meir, because Rabbi Meir would say that it's okay because we go based on Trilas Tvarb, and his initial intention was Karben Pesach. Lo, Lo Avodis. So the Gemara says, no, inconclusive. I could still make the argument that it's talking about two separate avodas. But one second, didn't we say that the Reisha is already talking about two separate avodas? So the Reisha dekai b'shrita v'kamechashev b'shrita inamikai b'zrika v'kamechashev b'zrika. So the Gemara says, well, we're talking about two different types of two avodas. There's, right, there, there, there's different ways you can have kavana for two different avodas. What does this mean? So he says, well, the Reisha is talking about Mamash two separate avodas. You, right, as, as he says, I'll read it into the, into the words. The Reisha is talking about where he's shechting the Karim Pesach and his intention of Lishmo is about the Shechita, right? He's saying, I'm shechting my Karim Pesach with the intention of Karim Pesach. Great. But then he gets to doing the Zrika Saddam, and at that point his intention is to be doing the Zrika Saddam, the Shem Shlom. So two separate avodas, and you know his intention for each of the avodas is within the context of that avodas. So he shechts it, the Shem. He says, "Look, I'm shechting this Korban Pesach with the intention of Korban Pesach." And then when he gets up to Zrika Saddam, he says, "I'm throwing this Dam on the Mizbeach with the intention of a Shlom." Fine. But Seifa, the interesting thing about the Seifa is the Kai Bishrita Vakashiv Bizrika. Interesting. So yes, the Seifa, when it says Lishmova Shalolishmo, is talking about two separate avodas, but in a unique kind of way. Which means that he's he's right now involved in the Shrita. He's slaughtering the Karban Pesach. However, while he's slaughtering the Karban Pesach, Vikachashiv Bizrika, he's already thinking three steps ahead to Zrika Saddam when he's going to throw it on the Mizbeach. 
the Omer that he says, I'm right now slaughtering the Korban Pesach, Lishmo, with the intention of Korban Pesach. However, at the same time with the intention, that in three steps from now, when we get up to Kabbalah Saddam, no, to Zerika Saddam, I'm going to be throwing this, I intend to throw this blood on the Mizbeach with the intention of a Korban Shlamim. So, in that sense, we're talking about two different avodas. Kilu, he's doing one avoda, but having intention already, looking ahead to a different avoda. So he's shechting the korban pesach, the shame pesach, but at the same time, he's having kavana that in the future, when he does the zrika sadam, it's going to be the shame shlom. So it's two avodas, but tied into one avoda because the kamash melanda mechazrim avoda avoda, and what the what the mission is teaching us is that intention from one avoda to another avoda is considered significant. And therefore, uh, that is why the carbon Pesach is going to be possible, because it's the uh, Shmo, v'shelo Shmo. And simply his intention for the Zrika in the future is going to create a problem. Interestingly, Rashi says that this Rav Papa is not... It's not talking about the question of Rav Papa that we started our Gemara with today. Saying this is the question of Rav Papa in, uh, who is it? Zvachim? Where, where's the Perek Shechitas Kodshim? Zvachim? Chulin? I don't know. Somewhere. I have to look it up. But, um, that is, so, so the Gemara is just, it's a technical question. That the Gemara is, um, that right, that, that, that this question about, um, uh, being Mechajme Avoda Lavoda, is a question that Rav Papa asks in a different parak, but don't don't get confused about that Rav Papa piece. Okay, fine. So where are we at? So where we're at is that um, we're still trying to figure out if when the mission says lishmo v'shelo lishmo, is it talking about one avoda or is it talking about two avodas? We tried to make the argument that it's talking about one avoda, but then we just said no, it's talking about two avodas, but a specific kind of two avodas, which is that you're doing one avoda while having intention that in the future when you do a different avoda, you're going to do it in an improper way. Tashma, come in here. O shelo lishmo v'lishmo, apostle. Well, the Mishnah continues and says that if you um, work on the Korban Pesach, shelo lishmo v'lishmo, with the shame, with the intention of a shlomim and the intention of a Pesach, apostle. We say it's a problem. Now, hechidami, what's that talking about? In name of Bishte Avodis, if it's talking about two Avodis, it's talking about he shechted it, the shame Shlomim, then he did the Kabbalah Saddam, the shame Pesach, Hashtu Lishmo, Vishelo Lishmo. Well, one second. Meaning, in name of Bishte Avodis, if we say it's talking about two Avodis, meaning in the same way that um, we explained Lishmo Vishelo Lishmo a second ago, that meaning he shechted the Korban Pesach, Lishmo, but at the same time, had intention that when he does the Zrika Saddam, let's say, it's going to be the Shem Shlomim. Well, so now we're saying the opposite. So, he shechs the Korban Pesach, the Shem Shlomim, with the intention that he's going to throw the blood on the Mizbeach in the future, the Shem Pesach. Well, we said already that if he does it, Lishmo, Vishelo Lishmo, that he shechs the Korban Pesach with the intention of 
Pesach, but at the same time also intending that he's going to throw the blood on the Mizbeach, the Shem Shlomim. We say that that's possible. Well then, do you even have to ask what the Allah is going to be? If he shechs the Korban Pesach with the intention of a Shlomim, but also with the intention of doing the Zrika Saddam for Pesach, his initial intention was already improper. And as Rashi says very beautifully, how is it, where are we going to reverse that to make it kosher, right? Meaning if he had, if he shechted the Korban Pesach with the intention of Ashlamim, so at what point, so that's already possible, at what point does it become kosher again? It doesn't. So, if we're saying that it's talking about Shteavodis, well then if shelo, if Lishmo v'Shelo Lishmo is going to be possible, certainly Shelo Lishmo v'Lishmo is going to be possible. So rather, it must be that when it says Shelo Lishmo v'Lishmo, it must be talking about one of order. That you push it Shech the Korban Pesach with the intention of a Shlomim immediately followed by the intention of a Korban Pesach, all within the context of Shechita. And we're saying that it's possible. And now if we're saying that that part, Shalom is talking about Then let's say that the Reisha, that the first part, is also talking about one Avoda. Really, Shalom is talking about two Avodas. And really, we didn't need it. As we asked a second ago, that if Lishmo v'Shelo Lishmo is going to be possible, certainly Lishmo Lishmo is going to be possible. V'hadi d'tana Lishmo v'Shelo Lishmo, t'ananami Shelo Lishmo v'Lishmo. But look, since already we're saying Lishmo v'Shelo Lishmo, we may as well chop the rind and said Shelo Lishmo v'Lishmo, but uh, we didn't really need to. Okay, fine. Very good. So, still inconclusive. We still are able to argue our case that maybe it's talking about two avodas. Okay. Tashma, come in here. So, if you shecht the Korban Pesach, that's right, as Rashi says, a chole or a zakein, people are unable to eat a kazais of Korban Pesach. So, if you shecht the Korban Pesach with the intention that you're going to eat it, with other people who are unable to eat the Korban Pesach, or for fellows who haven't been, um, who don't have a ticket, who aren't included, right? You have, to, you have to eat the Korban Pesach with a group. So you have to have a specific group. Now, if you shech the Korban Pesach with the intention of eating it with people who aren't in your group, well, that's going to be a problem. People who don't have a bris mila, or people who are impure. All of these are people who are unable to eat the Korban Pesach. Apostle. So, if you shech the Korban Pesach with the intention of it being for people who are not allowed to eat the Korban Pesach, or not allowed to be included in the Korban Pesach, so it's possible. Now, there obviously it's talking about one avoda. It says, Shachat, Shachato, Shalala Ochla, Shalala etc., there, there, it's specifically talking about shechita. 
So let's say, well, since that's talking about one avoda, now that's the very next Mishnah that we're going to get to tomorrow. So we're considering that to be the safe, okay, the continuation of our Mishnah. So since that part is talking about avoda achas, so let's say that lishmo v'shalo lishmo is also talking about avoda achas. To which the Gemara says, Midi'irya, does it really make any difference? Ha'kadisa v'ha'kadisa, treat each one individually on its own. Seif v'avoda achas, resho i v'avoda achas, i b'shte avodas. Look, that Mishnah that we're going to get to tomorrow is talking about one avoda. It says, shachatosh l'alochlav, etc. That's talking about one avoda. This is talking about, arguably, two avodas. The shechita and the zrika, let's say. Okay. Tashma, come in here. The ochlav v'shalola ochlav, kosher. Interesting. Now the same Mishnah that we get to tomorrow continues and says that if you shet, if you shech the carbon pesach, the ochlav v'shalola ochlav, for people who are able to eat it, but also for people who are unable to eat it, a mixture. Kosher. So then that is acceptable. Hechidami. Now what are we talking about? Inema. If we're going to say it's talking about b'shtei avodis, that he let's say did the shechita with the intention of the people that are allowed to eat it, and then he does the Kabbalah Saddam with the intention of people who are unable to eat it. And the reason why it works, so here he says Zrika, so let's, let's stick with Zrika. So he does the Shechita with the intention of the people who are allowed to eat the carbon, who are able to eat the carbon Pesach. He does the Zrika, and, and he does the Zrika Saddam. Um, or even if we are, even if as we want to argue that he shechs the carbon pesach with the intention of people who are able to eat it, while also having the intention that he's going to do zrika sadam for people who are unable to eat it, and we're going to say that the reason why it's kosher is because dein machshavus ochlin bezrika, because you don't need to do the zrika sadam with the intention of specifically people who are able to eat the carbon Pesach. Right, as Rashi points out, the puzzle says, lefi ochla tachosu, that based on the people who are going to eat it, tachosu, which means to shecht it. Meaning, when it comes to shechita, that specifically has to be done for the people who are able to eat the carbon Pesach. And if you have intention of people who are unable to eat the carbon Pesach, it's going to be a problem. But by Zerika Saddam, there's no such requirement. And therefore, maybe I'll argue that he does the shechita with the intention of people who are able to eat the carbon Pesach. And the intention by the Zrika is people who are unable to eat the carbon Pesach. But we'll say, look, that doesn't really mess things up because Zrika Saddam, you don't actually have to have intention for the people who are specifically able to eat the carbon Pesach. But if it would all be in one avoda, i.e. if he did the Shrita of the carbon Pesach with the intention of both people who are able to eat the carbon Pesach and people are unable to eat the carbon Pesach. Kigom b'shrita, demanya be machsheves, ochlin. Possible. So then maybe I would argue that in that case, it would be possible if he does the shrita with the intention of people who are able to eat the carbon Pesach and unable to eat the carbon Pesach. Maybe there would talk to be possible. But we said that no, even when it comes to shrita, if you have an intention of people who are able to eat it, but also some people are unable to eat the carbon Pesach, it won't make it possible. And therefore, says the Gemara, and therefore, 
the Seifa, right, i.e. the Mishnah that we're going to get to tomorrow, when it says uh, um, for people who are able to eat it as well as for people who are unable to eat, eat it, that's even in one avoda, i.e. if you do the Shechita of the Korban Pesach and your intention is for people who are able to eat the Korban Pesach and for people who are unable to eat the Korban Pesach, it would still be acceptable. And if we're going to say that that Mishnah is talking about one avoda, so let's say that our Mishnah, also when it says Lishmo v'shelo Lishmo, is talking about one avoda. So the Gemara gives the same replies it did a few minutes ago. Midi'iria, are you really? Does it make any difference? Halkadisa v'alkadisa, you have to treat each Mishnah on its own. Seif b'avoda achas, v'reshev b'avod o b'avoda achas o b'shtevodes the. Seifa, the second Mishnah that we'll get to tomorrow, is talking about one avoda, or can even be talking about one avoda, whereas our Mishnah, we don't know. Is it talking about one avoda, two avodas? It's uh, inconclusive. Okay? Ibarlu. So now they ask an interesting question. Pesach sheshachato This is interesting. So let's say, I don't know, maybe this would work already, right? As, as, as we pointed out at the beginning of today's daf, it's January right now. So let's say I take an animal and I set it aside that this is going to be my Korban Pesach. Now, I'm unable to shech the Korban Pesach today. I have to shech the Korban Pesach on Erev Pesach. However, even though I already set aside this animal to be a Korban Pesach, if I shech it with the intention of a Shlomim, which obviously I could bring a shlom any day of the year. Probably not on Shabbos, I guess, as we said the other day, Nadarm and Nadavos aren't brought on Shabbos. But, um, so if I take this animal that I said, this sheep that I set aside as my Korban Pesach, and I shecht it, the shame shlomim, that would be acceptable. So what we want to know is if on this very day, I took this animal that I set aside to be a Korban Pesach, and I shecht it, lishmo v'shelo lishmo, lishmo, to be a Korban Pesach, which is a problem, or but also Shalolishmo to be a Shlomim, which is okay. So that's what the Gemara wants to know. Like, what do we do? What do we do? Ibayalu, they want to know. Pesach Shashachato Bishayimosashane. So if you have a, an animal that you set aside to be your Korban Pesach, and you slaughter it any day of the year other than the 14th of Pesach, Lishmo Vishalolishmo, and your intention was Lishmo, the shame Korban Pesach, which is a problem. But also shalolishmo, the shame shlamim, which could maybe salvage it. Mahu, what do we say? Miyasi shalolishmo, umapikle mide lishmo, umachshile, olo. Do we say, right, let's read that again. Miyasi does shalolishmo, does the second intention of shalolishmo, the shame shlamim, does it come umapikle mide lishmo and release it from the initial intention of Lishmo, Lishim Korban Pesach, which is a problem, Umachshir, and therefore would be Kashir, because his later intention of Lishim Shlomim fixes things. Olo. Or do we say, no, it makes no difference, since his initial intention was Lishim Pesach, and that's a problem, because it's not Arab Pesach, and it's broken. It's possible. Kiyasa Revdimi Amar. So when Revdimi came, from Eretz Yisrael to Bavali said, I said over the sugya in front of Rabbi Yirmiya in Eretz Yisrael, 
And I argued. Well, since the intention of the Shmo, of the Shem Pesach, is a good intention when it's the 14th day of Nisan, and having an intention of this Korban Pesach being a Shlomim, makes it kosher when it's any other day of the year, if that was your only intention. Well, now, if we take a look at the Korban Pesach on the 14th of Nisan, that you have an intention of that you start off with the intention of which is a problem, followed by the intention of which is kosher. But nonetheless, the latter intention of of lishmo uh, on the fourteenth day of Nisan that you're that right, that you're gonna um, be doing this for Korban Pesach is unable to fix the initial intention of the fact that you had intention that you're gonna do it the shem shlomim. So So therefore, also when it's not the fourteenth day of Nisan and you have an intention of shelolishmo i.e. the shem shlomim which in an, you know in an, uh, that on its own is 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 okay since it's not the 14th of Nisan ein motzio lishmo however it's not going to be able to release it from the initial intention which was lishmo i.e. that you're doing this that you're slaughtering this animal not on the 14th day of Nisan and you're doing it l'shem Pesach, which is a problem. So the latter intention of l'shem shlomim is unable to release it from the initial mess up. Ufasel, and it's going to be pasel. So that was Rav Dimi's argument. They wanted to argue that if you shech the korban Pesach on any day of the year other than the 14th day of Nisan, and your intention is initially l'shem korban Pesach, which is a problem, but followed by l'shem shlomim, he wants to argue that that would not fix the initial intention of the Shem Korban Pesach, just like on the 14th of Nisan, if you have an intention of Korban Pesach followed, no, an intention of Shlomim followed by intention of Korban Pesach, that latter intention of Korban Pesach is unable to fix the initial intention of Shlomim. Ve'omerli. And Rabbi responded to me. Lo'em omat b'shelo lishmo that was Rabbi Yirmiya's response. Rabbi Yirmiya responds and he says, you can't really compare the two cases. The Korban Pesach on the 14th of Nisan is more of a classic case of a Korban, which is, we want you to have intention of the Korban that you're offering. And if you don't have that intention, that's severe. It's a problem. So therefore, on the 14th day of Nisan, if your initial intention was Shalol Lishmo, was the Shem Shlomim, that's a big deal. And therefore, when you then later have an intention of the Shem Pesach, sorry, it's too late. You already messed it up. However, a Korban Pesach on any other day of the year is kind of an exceptional case. Over here, interestingly, what we want you to have, the intention that we want you to have is actually Shalol Lishma. How strange. When do we ever want you to specifically have an intention of Shalol Lishma? Yet over here, we specifically want you to have an intention of Shalol Lishma, the Shem Shlomim. And when you have an intention of 
the Shema of the Shem Pesach that is going to be a problem. So in this case, you know, when, when you had your intention of the Shema of the Shem Pesach initially, and that's a problem, we might be able to argue that the Shalol Shema, the Shem Shlamim that follows it, may actually be able to fix that and um, make it kosher. So, 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 so let's read that inside again. For Amrli, so if Yirmiya said to me, right? If when it comes to Korban Pesach on the 14th of Nisan, that his mistake was that his initial intention was which is going to be a global problem when it comes to Korbanos, that an intention of Shalolishmo is going to be a problem. And we're saying that when it's followed by an intention of Lishmo, that doesn't fix it. Okay, so that it's not going to fix it. It's a classic problem. But Tomar, Bilishmo, but are you going to apply that same perspective to when he shechted Korban Pesach not on the 14th of Nisan? And his initial intention, his problematic intention in this case, was that he did it Lishmo, which in generally is something that you want to happen, but in this particular case, Lishmo is actually going to be a liability. Which is not something that is would apply to any other korban other than a korban pesach not on the fourteenth of Nisan. And therefore, I might be able to argue that this issue, since it's not a, uh, uh, it's it's a pretty unique issue. Maybe it's able to be remedied by following it up with an intention of my Havela, the Gemara wants to say, Nusu, how do we paskin? If you have a Korban Pesach on any other day of the year other than the 14th of Nisan, uh, and you have intention of Lishmo, Vishalo Lishmo, is it kosher or not? Omar Rava says Rava. So he has an interesting perspective. Pesach, Shashachatob, Bishayim, Osashana, Lishmo, Vishalo Lishmo, kosher. So it says Rava that a Korban Pesach that you shechted on any day of the year other than Erev Pesach Lishmo v'shelo Lishmo Kasher and your intention is Lishmo the shame Korban Pesach which is a problem but follow followed up by Shelo Lishmo i.e. the shame Shlomim which is okay it's going to be Kasher the Stamo Lishmo Kai because the stam intention, interestingly, it's an interesting argument. That generally speaking, if you're offering a korban pesach, and you just kind of like have stam intention, stama, your intention is a shame korban pesach, right? By default, your intention is for whatever you're intending to do, right? Meaning, if you bring a korban pesach and you shecht it, so mistama, you're shechting it, the shame korban pesach. Vafilu achi. And even so, So meaning, if you have this carbon Pesach, and it's any day of the year other than the 14th day of Nisan. Now, by default, since I set aside this animal to be my carbon Pesach, the assumption is that when I shecht it, the default would be I'm shechting it the same carbon Pesach, and that's going to be a problem because it's not the 14th of Nisan yet. When you specifically have the intention of Shalolishmo, Aylishem Shlamim, 
that makes it kosher. So interestingly, you can make the argument that it's it, that you know that in and of itself is already lishmo v'shelo lishmo. Meaning, by default, I'm the assumption is I'm shechting this carbon pesach, the shame carbon pesach. Yet, when I have the specific intention of shlamim, that makes it kosher. So we can argue that that's a situation of lishmo v'shelo lishmo. That the initial intention, the default intention of Korban Pesach, and yet when I then have the intention of Shlamim, that fixes the initial intention of Korban Pesach. And therefore, So a later intention of Shlamim is actually going to be fixing the default intention of the default initial, what we're considering to be the initial intention of so therefore, when he is more explicit about it, i.e. his initial intention is specifically Korban Pesach, but followed up by a Shlomim, Rava wants to argue that that's no different than when he doesn't say anything, and just by default, there's an intention of Korban Pesach. So his intention of Shlamim is able to remedy the fact that his initial intention was Korban Pesach. Interesting. So Ravada Barahava asks Akasha to Rava and he says, but maybe they're not the same. Maybe saying your intention or being explicit about your intention is different than a default intention. Meaning, he wants to argue to Rava that, you know, Rava, your whole argument is based on the premise that, well, by default, when a person shechts a korban pesach, he's, we can assume he's shechting a korban pesach, and therefore, if we say that when his intention is the shame shlamim, it's kosher, you want to view it in the context and paint this picture of you see, so shelo lishmo is fixing an initial intention of lishmo. That's not really the case because in that case, he never said. That he was intending to shech the chelolishmo. Right? Meaning, when a person shechs a korban pesach, not on the 14th of pesach, chelolishmo, i.e., the shame shlamim, he never had any intention of the shame korban pesach. Rafa, you're creating this whole picture of, yeah, but by default, you know, it would be the shame pesach, and now the shlamim is kilo uprooting the pesach. Ravada Barava wants to argue that's not necessarily the case because he never intended. For his shechita to be l'shem pesach explicitly, but maybe when he explicitly intends that he's shechting this korban pesach, the shame korban pesach, and then switches his intention to be the shame shlama, maybe that would not work. And now he, he he explains why he feels that this is significant. Why um, saying your intention is a game changer? Because Ravada Barahava continues and he says, well, if we look at the next Mishnah that we'll get to tomorrow, which we quoted earlier, that if he shechs the Korban Pesach with the intention of the Ochlav Vishalola Ochlav, that I'm shechting this Korban Pesach for people who are able to eat it as well as for people who are unable to eat it. Kosher. That is kosher. Yet, Yet the ratio of that Mishnah, which we also quoted earlier, is that if he shechs the Korban Pesach, Shalola Ochlav, for people who are unable to eat it, then it's possible. Now, Ve'amai, how come? 
By default, you're going to be shechting the Korban Pesach for people who are able to eat it. And therefore, if we take a look at that Mishnah, using Rava's argument, so by default, when I'm shechting the Korban Pesach, I'm shechting it for people who are able to eat it. And yet, when I shecht it, we, the Mishnah says that if I shecht the Korban Pesach specifically for people who are unable to eat it, it's possible. So we see that this intention of people who are unable to eat it is uprooting the initial intention of people who are able to eat it, which is the default intention. And yet, the Mishnah also says that if you shecht the Korban Pesach specifically for people who are able to eat it, as well as for people who are unable to eat it, it's kosher. Now what changed? Meaning in the ratio of that Mishnah, when you shech the Korban Pesach only for the intention of people who are unable to eat it, but the fact of the matter is, since by default the intention of shech the Korban Pesach is people who are able to eat it, and we're saying that the um, shechting it for the people who are unable to eat it, Kilu overrides the default of people who are able to eat it, well then when I specifically have intention of shechting Korban Pesach for people who are able to eat it, as well as for people who are unable to eat it, why should that be any different? I should argue that the people who are unable to eat it, the fact that you're shechting it also for the people who are unable to eat it, should override the fact that you're also intention, intending for the people who are able to eat it. Just as when you didn't speci- specify that people are able to eat it, and we said that the people are unable to eat it, override the default of people are able to eat it. So also when you have intention for both people are able to eat it and unable to eat it, eat it, I would make the argument that the people are unable to eat it should override the default, the, the specific intention of people are able to eat it, just like by the defaults. Rather, says Ravada Barahava, we say that that's not the case. And yet, when that, and that when you have a specific intention, it matters. And that when you shech the Korban Pesach specifically for people who are unable to eat it, that's a problem. But when you have intention for people who are able to eat it, as well as for people who are un- unable to eat it, then it's okay. So we see that when you have specific intention, that's different than when there's just a default intention. Right? So let's read that again. If you shech the Korban Pesach specifically for people who are able to eat it, as well as people who are unable to eat it, it's kosher. And yet when you shech the Korban Pesach specifically for people who are unable to eat it, it's possible. But ve'amai, how come? But by default, you shechn the carbon pesach for people who are able to eat it. And therefore, if just like when I shech the carbon pesach for people who are able to eat it, as well as for people who are unable to eat it, it's kosher. Well, then even when I shech the carbon pesach, for people who are only unable to eat it, it should also be kosher because by default, you're shechting for people who are able to eat it. So even when I'm shechting it specifically for, for people who are unable to eat it, it's ke'ilu I'm shechting it for people who are able to eat it as well as unable to eat it. So Ella, shiny echad ha'amr, mechad ha'amr, rather argues of Adab Rahava, saying your specific intention is significant. And when you shech the Korban Pesach, specifically for people who are able to eat it and for people who are unable to eat it, it's different than shechting it specifically for people who are unable to eat it with the default of people who are able to eat it. And therefore, 
Rav wants to argue to Rav that when it comes to Shechem the Korban Pesach, not on the 14th day of Nisan, on any other day of the year, and you have intention of Nishmo v'Shelo it's different than when you specifically have intention of Shelo overriding a default of Nishmo. So, Hachanam Ishani Echad Amam Echad Amar. Fine. Fine. So that's where Vadabor Ahava wants to argue that, you know, sp- specifying your intention makes a difference. So, Amar Lei. So now there's a different gear. So, Hachihashta Bishlam Ahasam. So, Rava says no. One second. Over there, when it comes to Shechnan Kormen Pesach Shalom, uh, meaning on the uh, not on the fourteenth of Pesach, on any other day. Shelo lishmo, lishmo lishmo. As long as he didn't, right? Stame vada lishmo koi. So Rava says, look, it's different when it comes to shechting the carbon Pesach. Lishmo v'shelo lishmo. He says, look, by this default of lishmo, that when you go to shechting the carbon Pesach, mistame you shechting it lishmo. It's a pretty set in stone default. Like, like there's, there's nothing to worry. Like, if you go to Shechta Karman, you're Shechting it for that intention. There's no reason to assume that you're not, right? Or, that, or there's no reason to assume that you're having some kind of other intention. And therefore, if it's any other day of the year and you have a Karman Pesach, so by default, Mistama, you're Shechting the Karman, the Shem Pesach. And we're saying that, but then when you have the, Intention of the Shem Shlomim, it's able to override that default of the Shem Pesach. And therefore, when you specifically have intention of the Shmo, Vishalo it makes no difference and it'll be kosher. But Elohacha, but when it comes to Shechem the Korm Pesach, Leochlev Vishalo that default of Shechem the Korm Pesach for people who are able to eat it is not a set in stone, it's not such a strong default. The people who you're Shechn the Korban Pesach for is more elusive. You're able to be included in a certain group. You could then change groups. You can kind of keep on swapping groups until the Korban Pesach is slaughtered. And therefore, since the people who you're going to be eating the Korban Pesach with is kind of a moving target. So it's not so easy to just assume that when you shech the Korban Pesach, it's for the people who are able to eat it. Maybe those people already switched groups. And therefore, to make the argument that you are shech the Korban Pesach with the intention of people who are able to eat it, by default, and then when we say that you're shech, that if you have intention of people who are unable to eat it, it makes it possible. It's not because it's like overriding this really solid default of Le'ochlev because that default is, a, you know, these people who are able to eat it can always just swap groups and pull last minute tricks until the Korban Pesach is shechted. As opposed to the intention of shechting a Korban Lishmo, that's a pretty solid default that we can rely upon that your Kavana is that you're shechting this Korban for the intention of what it's meant to be. And therefore, when it comes to Korban Pesach, on any other day of the year, when we say that if you intend to shech the Tshelo Shlamim, that works, Rava argues that you can view it as though 
the intention of Shalolishma of the Shem Shlomim is actually uprooting and overriding the initial intention of the Shmo, which would be a problem since it's the not, not the 14th day of Pesach. And therefore, even when you're explicit about it, when you have intention of Lishmo, followed by the intention of Shiloh Lishmo, that would also be acceptable because the intention of Shiloh Lishmo is going to override the initial intention of Lishmo and be a kosher um, shlamim. Wow. <clears throat> that was just a little complicated, no? Yeah, the last few days have been like a little bit hard. I mentioned recently that like I haven't gone over an hour in a while, but this this one's probably at least pretty close. I'm not sure. Anyways, all right, but look, nonetheless, it was a good daf, I think. It was good. We have to think. It's okay to think, I think. Anyways, so what did we discuss? So we discussed the mixed intentions for a Korban Pesach, right? This concept of the Shmo, the Shalol, the Shmo, first just on a regular Korban Pesach, on the 14th of Nisan. And we wanted to know, when you have intention of the Shmo, the Shem Korban Pesach, followed by Shalol, the Shmo, the Shem Shlomim, so, is that talking about when you do one avoda? Okay, do you do the shechita with an intention of both korban pesach and korban shlomim, or are we talking about two avodas, which can even be kilu you shech the korban pesach, the shame korban pesach, while having an intention that you're going to do zrika sadam the shame shlomim. So, what's the nafkamina if we say one avoda or two avodas? The nafkamina is just who's the author of our mishnah. If we say it's talking about one avoda, then it's specifically Reb Yossi who says that we go based on the conclusion of somebody's statement, and therefore here we would go based on the conclusion of their intention, which is shelolishmo, um, and therefore it's possible. But Reb Meir would say that you go based on the beginning of the intention, which would be lishmo, and it would be kosher. However, if you say that it's two avodas, then both Reb Yossi and Reb Meir would agree that it would be a problem. And we tried to bring different proofs to say, maybe it's talking about Tafka, uh, uh, one avoda. It, w- it was inconclusive, I think. Um, we managed to say, the, or at least maybe you can argue that specifically talking about Shtei avodas because we were unable to prove that it's talking about Bavoda Achas, but it wasn't, definitely wasn't definitive. And then we got into the sugya of what, what, what if you shech the Korban Pesach on any day of the year other than the 14th day of, of Nisan? And you have the intention of Nishmo Vishlo The Shmo being a problem because it's not the fourteenth day of Nisan, so you can't Shech the Korban Pesach on any other day of the year. But if you have intention of Shlom, then it will be acceptable. So both Rabirmya and Rava wanted to argue that it would be acceptable, that the intention of the Shmo and Shalolishmo would be acceptable. Rabirmya says it's acceptable because this is sort of a unique situation where actually having an intention of what it's meant to be is a liability. And therefore, when you have an intention of the Shmo for this Korban Pesach, which messes it up because it's not the 14th of Nisan, it's kind of a weak mess up. And therefore, when you follow it up with the intention of Shalol the Shmo, the Shem Shlom, it can fix it. And Rava says, basically, because um, in this case, having intention of Shalol, of Shalol the Shmo, the Shem Shlom, is able to be, to override the initial intention of the Shmo. Um, Rav Dimi and Rav Adabarahava both kind of expressed opinions that perhaps uh, when you have an intention of Lishmo um, Vishalol Lishmo any other day of the year, maybe that would not work. Okay. Um, well, that was uh, Daf Samach of Mesechta Sachim. I hope you enjoyed. Peace out.